Hello and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. On today's show, to warm up into what we hope will be a bigger and better 2022, we're kicking things off on no other than Super Bowl Monday with a whole episode dedicated to the history of this, one of the biggest sporting events on earth and who to watch out for on game day. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Marley Silva, and as always, I'm joined by my fresh and fabulous co-host for the first time in 2022, Keely Silva and Georgia Moore. Girls, how are we? Do you reckon we'll ever change the start? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think it's one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you agree? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, to stick to um, how we usually do things, first of all, can I say it's very, very nice to be back in your ears. We are absolutely pumped to kick off a big year of chicks and balls, but it just wouldn't be chicks and balls if I didn't start by asking you, both girls, how are your weeks? (laughs) How are your weeks? How are your weeks? I'm going to start with you, Georgia Moore. Uh, week is going well. Um, it's nice to finally sort of be back in the office a little bit. Good balance between home and the office at the moment, which has been lovely. The weather in Melbourne has been stunning. And week's good. Heaps on. Very chaotic household at the moment. Like, everyone's just trying to keep their head above water, I feel, at the moment. But week has been good. Kiwi Silva. Um, weeks. Which week? It's been a minute. I know. That's why I said weeks in plural. Like, um, so you can refer to it. Could be this current week. Um, could be one of the many weeks since we last spoke. Well, I think um, it's been a wild ride the last few months. Oh yeah, months. Yeah, months. Um, bit of a roller coaster. Mainly ups. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, not so much downs. Yeah. This week, yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. It's actually a very exciting week. I don't know why I'm playing it off like it's heaps. Well, chill. by the time that the people have heard this, you would have done something very, very exciting, Kelly. Do you want to tell the people? Uh, yep. <laughs> I would have already played in the um, touch footy match that's happening before the Indigenous All-Stars versus the Māori All-Stars. Um, there's a mixed team for the Indigenous versus Māori. And um, Keely's going to... You guys probably would have already seen she's captured some pretty cool content in camp. Yes. That's the aim. Uh, I will be trying to. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Be, be um, By all means, send in your feedback. Yes. And we, I mean, that's something we're really trying to do this year, a lot more visual content. Um, we're going to try and get up all of our videos onto a YouTube channel. And so you can see a lot oh, more of us, which is like mostly because we usually have cool t-shirts on. I know you're going to speak to yours a little bit later, Keely. Speak to Or hats and all that sort of stuff. And aside from all that, we're just really excited to watch Keely play. Hopefully she's had the W by the time we get to Monday when you are listening. Yeah, third time lucky. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, W's only for the weekend. Yes, Marley, how was your week? How was my week? Um, it's a bit hectic. I've got to say 2022 is off to a flying start for Marley Silva. Um, lots going on. I'm actually doing the sideline commentary for ABC for the Women's Indigenous All-Stars game, which I am pooping my pants about because doing live audio stuff is very different to doing pre-recorded. So hopefully I haven't made some fool of myself by the time you're listening to this as well. Now, as we said at the beginning of this show, it is a little bit different to how we usually do things. We will be getting back to our regular programming very, very soon. 
But we wanted to start with a deep dive into the Super Bowl. It is something that we probably see a lot of people around us take the days off work for, um, do big parties here in Australia, even though it's an American event. So that's what it's going to be all about. But to kick us off today, because we have had such a massive summer of Aussie sport, we're going to do some of our summer highlights. Wow. Wowee. So this is an opportunity for us to briefly reflect on our favourite moments from over the summer. And it would have been just too hard to pick just one or two. So we're each going to have a crack. I'm going to throw it back down to you in Melbourne, Georgia. What were your sporting highlights of the summer? Um, Do you know what? It's actually kind of difficult thinking all the way back to the beginning of the summer because so much has happened. But I have to say, in more recent memory, being in Melbourne for the Oz Open this summer was just unbelievable. I was lucky enough to go for a few days. I was lucky enough to see Ash play. Just amazing. And I think like the Open did go ahead last year with minimised crowd and a much smaller vibe. So I think if you speak to any Melbourneian about the vibe that the Open brings to the city and like the day passes and it's just like... So much fun. Ash is amazing. I know Kyrgios is a love to hate, but he brought a good energy this year. Rafa is my all-time, so him breaking the record was amazing. So I was open for sure. But a little bit closer to home, we also had a very competitive family bocce tournament on Boxing Day, which is taking it back a little while. But that was also a highlight of the summer. (laughs) I didn't win. I've never made finals in my whole bocce career, but was really fun and like I think we can all agree that there was just so much emotions watching the tennis whether it was for that incredible moment with the queen herself Ash Barty or like you said your favorite being Rafa that's dad's favorite as well I'm pretty sure he's like Rafael Nadal tell me if you agree Keely is the probably the only man on earth that dad would make out with very happily yeah probably oh no no actually there's probably there's probably a few Tom Brady probably be in there too I let's not go to there. There's a, there would be a list. Yeah, uh-huh. true. Anyway, um, Keely, what were your summer highlights? I also really, really thoroughly enjoyed the doubles match. The special case. The special case. Um, I was at Coogee Bay Hotel watching it. Were ya? Yeah, and um, it was a vibe. It was actually just really exciting because I don't think uh, Australia has gone behind the tennis as much as this year like you know openly everywhere yeah 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 like it was just like everyone's like yeah let's watch it and it's on the big screen anyway it's a good time um but more recently uh the olympic games i have a very very i know it's summer highlights but it's happening right now winter olympics happening in summer because you know uh, across the other side of the world Mm -hmm. um I have a really big fascination with the Winter Olympics, which I think we spoke about end of last year. So very exciting. Um, I'm on the app checking it. We've already got a couple of medals, which is really exciting because we don't normally get lots of medals at the Winter Olympics. Um, so that's probably one of my highlights. And then something that we'll touch on a bit later, uh, LA oh, as, yeah. as a place, American sport involved in that. Yeah. Um, ice hockey, very Beautiful. fun. Basketball, very fun. Marley and I went to LA um, that would be a summer highlight of ours, personally. Yes, um, a collective highlight. Yes, super fun. Went to the ice hockey. Went to the basketball. Unbelievable. The Americans know what they're doing, but we'll touch on that. Well, I mean, this is what the whole day, the exactly. whole of this exactly. episode is about. Yes, my summer highlights. Just quickly, I know I talked about it a lot last year that I wanted to be this person that 
you know, was way more around this particular sport. But I don't think anyone could have denied the incredible domination we saw in the Ashes, both in the men's and women's. A personal standout for me, because this is how much I watched the cricket, was the emergence of Scott Boland, a debutant in the Australian side, who just absolutely flogged him out there. One of very few, unfortunately, Indigenous men to play for the top Aussie side, and he just killed it. So we really did have such a successful summer. Quickly, before we dive into what you've all been waiting for. I'm going to, G, you mentioned that you've had a pretty chaotic week and things are, are a bit mad for you right now. So why don't you tell us a bit more about that and um, the news you have for the listeners? Well, to the people, <laughs> um, I'm actually about to move to London, which is chaotic, as previously mentioned. Um, I head off on in early March. Uh, but I'm leaving Melbourne in a few weeks' time, wrapping up at my job, wrapping up at the house, saying all my goodbyes, hence I have to dart a little bit early tonight. Um, but yeah, heading over there because we can finally leave the country first and foremost. Um, plan that I've had brewing for a little while, but going to start a new job. I've got some friends already living over there. So just going to you know, explore Europe and be the UK correspondent moving forward. That is such exciting news for you. London. Wow, London calling. Um, The best bit being while she will be kind of in and out for a little bit while she's settling in, we might have some very special guest co-hosts to fill that third seat while she's gone. And then... If uh, you have any uh, people that you request. Yeah, any requests of any... Um, people that we've had on that you want to co-host, just let us know. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, we've got some ideas. I think it's going to be really fun. We actually have one really, really good idea. Oh, I really hope that one pulls through. (laughs) But the main point being, G Moore is not leaving us for good. She's just moving to the other side of the country and she's going to have to deal with the time zones. Just deal with it because the podcast is really important. So about this time every February people in your life might suddenly reveal themselves as NFL fans. Yes. They start planning for a Super Bowl party. They schedule particular RDOs or take annual leave days off in Australia to sit down on what is Super Bowl Sunday in the States, but Super Bowl Monday here to watch the phenomenon that this game is. Keely, do you remember the first time that you kind of started hearing about the Super Bowl or paid attention to it? Uh, I've definitely heard the Super Bowl forever because dad's just a sport fanatic. doesn't matter what it is. He always watches it. But I only remember really paying attention um, and actually watching the game itself, not just the halftime entertainment, um, in – it was a 2014-15 season. And that was the year that we had gone to New York and we watched the Patriots versus the Jets and I knew nothing – and the Patriots won, and we're like, yeah, go. Well, Dad loved the Patriots, so that's why we went. So I was like, yeah, I'm a Patriots fan, obviously expected. Bandwagon. Yeah, bandwagon straight. And I knew nothing, so I thought I was, yeah, they won, and I watched them, so I'm going to go for them. Um, and then they won the Super Bowl that year. So I remember actually sitting down and watching that game, and it was hectic. And I remember as well probably paying attention for the first time around that same game, and I've just always been fascinated with the true spectacle that it is. Uh, like you mentioned in your summer highlights, Keely, we're going to dive into a bit further, that Americans know how to put on a show. They know how to celebrate their sport in a way that it's so much bigger than the sport. But 
in order to maybe turn some people who are kind of like, I don't get what the big deal is or I don't know if I want to care about this sport at all and this particular day, we wanted to start with the history. Some of the stuff that you don't really know and I found this really interesting doing a bit of reading on it as well. So to kick us off, the Super Bowl is a lot younger than what you think. It's, you know, in the States, it's younger than their World Series, which is what they play in their baseball or their very famous uh, race day of the Kentucky Derby. The NFL championship game has become basically a national holiday over there. So the same way that we kind of react here, but it didn't start until 1960. And it was started by a group of businessmen who wanted their own professional football franchises, but were frustrated because the NFL was quite unwilling to expand. So the AFL which was like this other league that they started, the American Football League, not to be confused with our AFL. It started forging ahead as an alternative league, playing a more wide open brand of football. And so there started this rivalry. And out of that, the the Super Bowl came where the winner of the AFL would play the winner of the NFL. Did you know anything about that, Keely? Um, No, I didn't, but it makes sense because like similar to how NBA do conferences – their conference, one conference is called AFL, one conference is called NFL. So that's before they that. cross over. Yes, and do you know what? Uh, which teams played each other in the inaugural game of the nah. Super Bowl? Straight up, nope. It was the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, it's a bit of a trivia. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, stuff that you might be able to use at your Super Bowl party if you are going to that today. Um, I don't know if people are going to be trivia. Well, maybe they should. I personally think it a trivia makes a party. you ever been to a party, party with Marley, you're doing trivia. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be a really great time. But it didn't start off as popular as what it is now. Mm. They actually struggled with a lot. There was no sellout at the first Super Bowl. And they found that the biggest problem was that getting people to go to neutral grounds to support their team. Yeah, that's a massive ask. And that's, I think that's what separates them from most. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, it? yeah. Very interesting. Now, what's another thing you think of when you think of the Super Bowl, Keely? Oh, the $10 million ads that get paid in between yeah. the game. And there's some real iconic ones. You know, G mentioned just before she hopped off that her favourite is the one that actually birthed the Ted Lasso um, TV show, which is really impressive. Back in 2013, it was an ad about one of the TV channels over there being able to air the EPL for the first time. Then it's become a TV show. There's some really iconic ones that kind of stand the test of time. And that started in the 80s. So this actually started with none other than Apple. Of course. Yeah. So we were, you know, I remember the early days of Apple ads where it was like the iPod Nano dancing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Always been very good ads. And they commissioned a proper um, like film production crew to do a, a big ad during the Super Bowl that was based on George Orwell's 1984 novel, which I don't know if you're familiar with, Keely, but Big Brother, the, like the concept for Big Brother comes from the 1984 novel so it's all about no idea anyway so that started this phenomenon of the big ads that we see now that's another thing that a lot of people look out for during because you're just kind of like oh what is it going to be this time like i remember the when they did the puppy bowl ones like there's always dog stuff it gets really emotional the bud light ads are quite emotional of course a lot of the time so that's actually become another big part of watching the game yeah ads i mean i don't know i feel like we're kind of forced 
to enjoy the ads, but it is an interesting part where people are like, <laughs> yeah, I want to know what it is, but it's kind of because I have no choice. And I think, I mean, that just is kind of speaks to how much it is about making money the day, oh, yeah. isn't it? Massively. Because the next bit that I want to talk about in terms of this history and these iconic moments that come from this particular event, which like really truly as we're speaking about this is so much bigger than the game itself, is of course. Is it? Uh, would, would you say that all oh, this The hype around it is massive. And like the lead up to it and when this particular thing I'm about to speak about is announced, it's announced, you know, a couple of months in advance, mm. it's the halftime show, of course. Yes, of course. Now, Keely, would you believe me if I told you that for the first almost 40 years of the Super Bowl, the halftime show consisted a lot of marching bands? Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Marching bands. They've also had Yeah, cuz have you not have you never watched an American sport movie? <laughs> I know, but it's yeah, it's just marching bands and then they had the three stooges at the first one, which I don't know what they would have yeah, done. Yeah, no idea. And they've also had figure ice skaters on an ice rink in the middle of the thing. They're so dramatic, man. They're so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, let's put an ice rink in the middle of the game. <laughs> Um, but there was one artist that completely changed what it meant to do Shock a halftime show. Who do you reckon it was, Killer? The king of pop. Michael Jackson. Of course. Now, if you go on YouTube, Michael Jackson's 1993 Super Bowl halftime show, it is truly one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Let the me, man's a freak. Let me paint the picture for you. He's in the middle of uh, the field. There's this massive crowd of people, of course. Everyone's losing their mind. He does his signature pop up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of the ground. Out of the ground onto the stage and just stands there dead set for a solid minute. And doesn't do anything. Yeah, I know. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. Everyone's losing their minds. And then he starts performing and it's just like amazing. And it just set the stage for so many incredible acts that followed. Keely, what are some of your favourites? Well, honestly, that's probably the earliest one that I've watched, but the one one that sticks with me very vividly is the Black Eyed Peas when they had the light-up robot suits on. Yeah, That one really sticks with me. Every time I think about it, I'm like, yes, that was so oh good. Oh, my God. I forgot about you that know, one. Um, the Time? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what they did and yeah. it looked sick, yeah. That is a really good one. Yeah, I remember that one. I, one that always sticks out for me is um, Beyonce. Yeah, it yeah, was I, it great. was iconic yeah. and just the whole dance and when they did formation that was like yeah unbelievable. But she is a performer though. Yeah, and she's made for that. Yeah, she's 100%. truly made for that. And you know some other like ones that really made headlines everywhere. I don't know if you would even be familiar with this, Keely. I but w- no, I, Mum and I were talking about this the other night. Yeah, so this was in the early 2000s. Uh, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake performed. To be fair, great performance aside. Amazing performance. Stunning. And again, like two kind of massive deals in yeah. music. Um, and, of course, it's that really infamous uh, wardrobe malfunction. Of not a slip, but a rip, a nip (laughs) rip. And poor Janet Jackson's nipple is out. But it's like... It's this massive... No, no. This is a full-on conspiracy. Yeah. So many people like, it was planned. Mum reckons it was planned. And she goes, Janet didn't care. She pretended like she cared, but it was... Well, hey, but you can say that. But she was blacklisted from the I Grammys know. and she I got so much stuff. And Which it, she shouldn't have because it's a boob. Yeah, but like what I'm saying we is... We all have nipples. And my, we literally all have nipples. Do you know that your nipples are older than your teeth? 
That's information I didn't need to. Uh, maybe that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Super Bowl special. Your nipples are older than your teeth. <laughs> True though. If that happened now, everyone would be like, shit, yeah, like you go girl. Because yeah. everyone's like, free the nip. But obviously back then, not so good. Yeah, I just don't think it's that fair. Why? To to Janet. She could oh, like, go into hiding. Yeah, it's silly. People That's what I mean. Like people would just support her these days. Yeah, true. Everyone would go, yeah. True. Well, that's a bit of the history of the Super Bowl. Let us know what your favourite um halftime stuff um entertainment is. Let us know. Well, well, well. Now we go into the twenty one slash twenty two season. Um, did oh. you watch any of this, Marley? Um, I watched the highlights. Be, be honest. Oh, I watched a lot of highlights of the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Because, like, that's all I was worried about. Because I was quite invested in hoping that a particular team that has now made it is going to play in their new home stadium. Yes. Which I love. Well, to be fair, we were in LA when playoffs just started I think yeah, it was the started. week that they just yep. started so we were kind of like yeah it'd be hectic if the Rams made it because they get to play in the new stadium which is sick but obviously there's LA Chargers and LA Rams anyways it would have been good this is pre pre-playoffs so I've got some information about this year's playoffs because it was insane I actually watched a lot of the games and um it was wild it was a wild ride so um I'm just going to go through a few things you just chime in when you need to. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. As our resident NFL expert. Yeah, I actually really. read up. I, no, read no, up. I actually just really enjoy the NFL. Yeah. Like, I wish I knew more about the basketball, like, as much as I know about NFL. Yeah. Anyways. So, going into the playoffs, Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers had the first bye. They both don't make it through wow. after this, right? Wow. Cincinnati B- Bengals. Win their first playoff in 31 years. Holy moly. Right? And that was against the Las Vegas Raiders. So they not only win their first playoff, but they end end up making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just wild. Yeah. And weren't they like listed as the worst team in the NFL like two years ago or something? Yeah, something like that. And their quarterback, I can't remember his name. Do you know what? I saw Kid Cuddy. Post about him and the, be like the quarterback, the quarterback. They go. They said in the caption, "He's never lost a playoff game because lol, he's only just kind of made it." <laughs> My point about this guy was going to be that um, Kid Cudi had messaged him, being like, "Oh my god, you're the goat!" Like whatever, whatever. And he oh sent him god. his jersey that he like won in that final playoff to get to the Super Bowl, and he hasn't washed it. And Kid Cudi's going to wear it to the game. That's sick. That's well, a good. That's yeah. a good fun fact. Yeah. Um, so obviously we have the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Obviously. And going in to the divisional round, I just need to just tell you some fun facts. Go on. Um, so this is like the next round after your first kind of yeah. playoff. 15 playoff touchdowns for Gronkowski, most oh. ever for a tight end. I love Gronk. Yeah, he's the best. And career postseason wins. So that's how they word it. Obviously wins. When you make finals. When the finals, yeah. Tom Brady, 34. 11 other quarterbacks combined, 26. <gasps> I just, this is the thing, right? And like, we're going to talk about Tom Brady soon. Okay, here. okay, because I've got a lot to say. Yeah. I've got a lot to say. And then most passing touchdowns in playoffs, quarterback to pass, catch a duo. Yeah. Brady and Gronk. 
obviously. Of, of all time, are we talking? Yeah, currently. All time. Ho- currently holding the stats. A total of 15. The next one is 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the divisional round, this is what kind of threw everyone. This is what everyone's talking about in the NFL world. It was wild. Um, so I'm not going to go through everything in detail, but I'm just going to give you a rough idea of how it went down. Bengals beat Titans in the last two seconds with a kick, 19 to 16. Holy. 49ers beat Green Bay in the last two seconds with a kick, 13 to 10. Rams beat Buccaneers in the last two seconds with a kick, <gasps> 30 to 27. Buffalo Bills versus the Chiefs in the last two minutes. This is actually insane. And I watched all these games and I was like, oh my God, like it was yeah. wild. The last two minutes, 25 points are scored. Now, if you don't watch the NFL. That's a lot. It does stop and start. So like you do have time to kind of, you know, be strategic, set your ground because they stop the clock as soon as the, t- the ball's on the ground. 25 points scored in two minutes. Three touchdowns in this time. So basically, Chiefs were 26, Buffalo 21. Then it was 26-27, 26-29, 33-29, 33-36. Then there's a kick. Last two seconds, 36 all. <laughs> Overtime, Chiefs win. Wow. Wild. It was wild. And they reckon that um, – I didn't actually hear this, but uh, a few mates that I was talking to said that – all the commentators were just going, this has never happened ever. Yeah. For that to happen consistently, it just shows how much of an even playing field, yeah. even playing field it was, which is so exciting. Like I wish that's what our games were like all the time. And would you say, because I remember that Pat's domination, because obviously that's when we started paying attention to NFL, it felt like there was just no question who was going to be in that Super Bowl, right? And so it's the first yes. time in a long time where it re- really, I mean, at the beginning of the season, this is not who they thought would be in the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's I want that. No, that's what games. you want. Yeah. And then we have the championship round to go into the Super Bowl. So the Bengals beat the Chiefs in overtime with a kick, 27-24, and Rams beat the 49ers 20-17. to All very close games, mm. all intense. Like Patrick Mahomes yeah. had a... He was flying, man, flying. So obviously devastated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because he was the real, like last year, he was meant to take oh, them to like to honestly, get the ring, yeah. Right? You just go watch the highlights, man. Yeah, but that just was. There was a bit of a um, sad time during these playoffs because Tom Brady's career came to an end. Yes, yes. This is. I mean, for me, I mean, it's been a long time coming, right? You keep going. Yeah. How long can he keep doing it? How much more can he achieve? He's got the seven rings. He's got. The- I'm, I've got some facts for you. Greatest of all time. Yeah, 100%. And if you think different, you're an idiot. Who would even come close? I know, I'm just saying. Like, no one obviously is synonymous. Up and coming like players who would probably be, you know, they're super skillful and they've probably got a great career ahead of them, but no one up to him yet. No way. I think he proved that point by moving to Tampa last year and winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. Like, and I think it kind of brings us to a similar chat we've had. Different eras, different things. Like, obviously, MJ is the GOAT and then Kobe and then, you know, they're different. They're yeah, all different. Yeah. But <laughs> the man's 44. It's ridiculous. Tom Brady is 44. He's like... He- I mean, it sounds silly, but he's the Cam Smith of the NFL, right? Yeah, but heaps better. No, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Georgia Moore's going to come for you in your sleep. I Kelly. know, but come on. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Different sport. It's different. It's a hell of a lot more people, right, in the country. But you're right. It, I know what you're saying. In terms of change, what it means to be a leader in this sport. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And I think. With Brady, like it's it's interesting because 
me maybe just being a bit ignorant and blinded by my father's love for the man. A lot of people don't like him. Yeah, I know. But a lot of people, I mean, friends that I know who don't like him don't like him because he's so good. Yeah. Well, see, it's like how people, people don't like Usain Bolt. How did you not like Usain Bolt? Some people didn't like him. What? Yeah. Did you not hear his interviews? I don't yeah, care because I'm like, king, I'm bro. like, you're that good. If you're that you're... good, you're that good. Like, but Tom Brady's always been humble. Yes. Mm. And everything is for Giselle and the beautiful oh children. What a life. Honestly. But and this, for Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> what about the video? Gronk. He put on his Instagram. Did you watch it? I didn't. Oh, my God. The video. <laughs> what guy watched the video that um, Tom Brady shared of him and Gronk? Oh, <laughs> yeah. make me sad. And they're like highlights together. That's really oh, nice. Yeah. That is good. They're real brothers. But, yeah, that was the big game changer, I think, last year going to Tampa and winning like that. Yeah. Like, what a king. And, yeah, I mean, it's – the main point I wanted to make when I knew we were going to talk about this was think about how many goats we've been able to watch that's, in their prime. Well, that's what I've said to people. Yeah. I was like, I have now watched live Tom Brady and LeBron James. Yeah. Like that is pretty cool. Yeah, and I uh, and the Gronk, the Gronk gets included with Tom Brady. Yeah, I love Gronk, but I don't even mean that we've personally been in person to see. Oh, I I'm do talking, because that's a fact. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but think about it: we pl- actively playing have had Tom Brady, who is easily the greatest and will be so hard to surpass yeah. for generations to come. I mean, we were too young to have seen MJ in his prime, but like Kobe and LeBron crossover kind of era, incredible. Even a Steph Curry is the highest point scorer, like 3.0, whatever. But then Serena Williams. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods. I know. Like, you know, truly. And then you look at someone. Kelly Slater who just. just, That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Kelly Slater who just won at Pipeline nearly like three days away from 50 and is still hot AF. Like (laughs) it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Like we look at these incredible, incredible athletes who are these amazing role models as well. Like a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's like not perfect things about a lot of people, but you know, I'm purely just talking about Tiger Woods as a Yeah. <laughs> but like, because I put him in Yeah, but list. them as athletes, but they're like, perfect they're, in that sense. And, and like they've elevated their sports to another level. They've set the expectation of, of what it means to be an athlete. Yeah. And and like, oh, I just love them so much. I'll go through a few things about Tom Brady. Go on. Firstly, he's born on the 3rd of August. Oh, one day away from your birthday. Yeah. So um, in conclusion, goats are born in August. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's 44 years old, makes him the oldest player in the, in the NFL, obviously. Yeah. Seven Super Bowl championships, three all pro selections, 14 pro bowl selections, three NFL most valuable player awards, five Super Bowl most valuable player awards. And five of seven. Yes. Five of seven. <laughs> yes. You're kidding me. And if you're ever, you know, feeling cut about what number you wear, no one really picks 12, pick 12 because that's Tom Brady's jersey number. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. You know how people overthink yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 12's a good number. Yeah, Just good. stick with it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom. Thank, thanks. Thanks for a great Thanks, career. Tom. <laughs> we just need to touch on something really quickly. Okay. If someone's going to go up to a famous person and ask them for a photo, who's oh, it going to be? It's Kelly Silver. <laughs> Every day. I don't know why, but I just have no shame because in my head I'm like, I'm never going to see these people ever again. Yeah. They're never going to remember me. I don't care. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the basketball, as I said before, watched LeBron, the king. And LeBron, he was, James. It was 
so good. He's a freak. And they haven't been winning and they won. So it was a six-yarding. Marley wasn't there for that, which was um, a shame. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when you're at the NBA, you usually look out for famous people that are there um, sitting courtside. We did see Niall Horan on the TV and I flipped my shit. Yes, I'm getting to that, Marley. Okay. Um, it's all a bit of a weird sign, yes, isn't it? So Niall's there and I have my 40 Love t-shirt, which is what I have on right now. 40 Love is a um, really, really deadly bar that we attended. Do I get a sidebar for, about the bar? If you wanted, yeah. Yeah, you tell, the, you tell the story and then I'm going to go back to 40 Love. So just remember how she said deadly bar because we're <laughs> going to go back to that. <laughs> Because this is the part of Chicks and Balls that you guys know and love that we need to true, just true. dip anyway, into. Um, yeah, so 40 Love, I was very excited because I had my T-shirt on and I was like, oh, my God, he, like, owns the bar and I have the T-shirt on. Maybe we'll see him outside. This is, like, 12-year-old Keely coming out. Like, <laughs> I love One Direction, whatever. And then um, there's this guy who's walking around taking photos of everyone, including the players. Players are grabbing him. And we're going, who is this? I'm trying to look on Twitter. Who's out there? Um, NBA right now, blah, blah, blah. Turns out it's Antonio Brown, also known as AB. Um, he is a quite a controversial player. If you don't know, look it up. Um, Marley can dive into the little thing she found when she when I told her that I met him. Yes, what I saw was pretty <laughs> insane footage of him taking his kid off and walking mid-game off. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and just walking off yeah. and quitting on the spot. Yeah, lot of stuff going on. He's, also um, was pursuing a rap career at some yeah, yeah. point. It's the um, lied the about getting vaccinated. Pitt's not the what is it? Pitt's not the palace. That's what it was. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, so we end up exiting at the end of the game. Just by luck, um, at the exact spot where everyone who sits courtside exits. And I was like, I'm waiting here. And I told everyone that I was with, you can go. Like, I don't care. I'm waiting here. I'm going to find someone. Hoping it was Niall. That's all I was hoping for. Anyway, we've been waiting maybe like five minutes. And a few famous people had walked past, but not people that I really knew well. Mum actually saw Adam Levine and didn't say anything. Oh. I know. I was like, Deborah. She's like, I didn't know if it was him. This love yeah. has. I was like, oh, my God. Sick. Anyway. Then I see his hat and I'm like, stuff it. I'm getting a photo and I just ran over and he was talking to everyone. He was so lovely. Like I was, I'm just like, I don't care what I saw on the TV because he was so nice, had so much time for everyone. And I was like awkwardly like probably the only girl in this little group of people. And I was just kind of like, hey, can I have a photo? And this guy elbowed me to get in front of me and he like put his arm out and was like, no, 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 we don't do that. I'm getting a photo with the lady and then like put his arm around me. And I was like, sweet, took my selfie. Thanks, man. And then off I went. Um, but that, in conclusion, that's pretty much the closest I'm going to get to Tom Brady. So through osmosis? Yes. Okay. Because he touched me, that means Tom Brady touched me because they're teammates. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I seriously was like, that's probably the closest I'm ever going to get to someone no. cool like that. But it was very exciting and lots of people got... Um, we're a bit surprised that I did that. Yeah. Well, just quickly, back to 40 Love. As a bit of a sidebar before we get into what you need to be looking out for on game day leading into the Super Bowl. It's a long day, so you've got some time to listen to this and be prepared, right? 40 Love. Yeah. A cool bar. Really cool. So Keely came to LA a little bit later than what I had been there. We had stumbled across this 40 Love bar, thought it was really cool. It's like a tennis theme. It's a sports bar beautiful food we met the head chef 
Yep, shout out to Chef KK. Chef KK. And, she and Rebecca. New... She was... A... Yes, yep. and her friend. They were amazing. Um, she's also used to be the personal chef for Drake. So And Ariana um, Grande and, and Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> so, NYG went on their tour. Yeah. And um, I'm going to forget that NFL player that she cooked for anyway. Oh, my God. I can't even remember. That's right. Anyway, she's about to have a TV show on BBC Three. It's amazing. Anyway. That's aside from the point because the the first night I was there, it was kind of like I was sussing it out. The second night, we came back a couple of nights later. We met Chef KK and Keely and our family friend Mac had never properly drunk in America. So if you've (laughs) never had alcohol in America, what you probably don't realise is unlike here in Australia where we have standard drinks and we have licensing laws. Everything is extra large there. And there's no... Standard drink. It's free pouring. But to be fair, in Europe, there's free pouring too. Yeah, but it's different. It's different no, it's in not. No, 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 because I've experienced it. The first time I properly drank in America, it's different. Okay. Okay, it's different because they don't binge drink like we do. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is an us problem. Yeah, this, this is an us problem. It's not the Americans, it's us. <laughs> so Keely and Mac are very excited. We've had a great time in this rooftop bar and then we're at 40 Love and we're having a great time with Chef KK and Chef KK and Rebecca have been ordering shots. And Keely and Macaulay have started ordering shots. And I knew not to have the shot because the shot doesn't come in a shot glass. It comes with a normal glass. Yeah, and it's like and half it's full. half full of tequila. <laughs> They're doing that. Oh, don't talk about it. And they end up oh my God. so maggot. <laughs> like so maggot. Like blind. Like, like actually proper blind. can't see blind. The most oh, hilarious shit. thing I've ever seen. They end up, yeah. We buy these shirts. Yeah, we were we very excited being in this place. We went to Nobu, which is a very high-end mm. Japanese restaurant that, like, the Jenners and Kardashians go to. <laughs> and again, couldn't I couldn't tell you if they were there. They could have been. I, I can't believe that we were allowed in, that we didn't get kicked out. No, we were good when we walked in. You guys were carrying on a treat. Uh, we had the, t- the chopsticks pretending to be walruses. Yeah, I remember that. Um. Anyway, it just ended up being a really huge night and I just am really glad that every time Kelly wears the 40 Love shirt we get to remember that because she was so ill the next day. It was amazing. Hey, we all vomited. Yeah. All uh, three of us vomited. Yeah, we all vomited. But I was not like you guys. It's all right. We all vomited. So it's fine. <laughs> it counts. Now it's time for some game day chat. Keely, what are we looking out for today? Um, I... And obviously backing the Rams purely because of that we went to LA and I think it would be cool if they won in um, a home stadium. Yep. And we obviously love uh, a man who's in the headlines, OBJ, um, all the time. Love him. Yes. He also frequents 40 Love. Yes. Which is why we also love him. Which is also why we love him. Which is our LA local. Yeah, so that's who I'm backing. I'm yeah. backing off. I'm also backing the Rams mostly because of OBJ, also because I like their colours. However... Oh, go on. The Bengals haven't been in. Yeah, it's cool. I know. That's, why, years, that's what so G like, said. That's why she's backing that's them. Also, yeah, okay, that's fair. At least it's someone's backing them. Yeah. I still want to go for the Rams. Yes. I would say that the Rams are then the favourite. The Bengals are the underdogs. We do like that kind we of We love the underdogs winning. It's going to be a great game anyway because we haven't even talked about what the best bit of this day is. What? The lineup for the halftime show. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Greatest lineup I've ever seen. Ever. 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 We're talking Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Mary J. Blige. Eminem. And Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Doggy Dog. That's insane. You never you never would have 
believes it. It's going to be unreal. And did you hear that Eminem was saying if they if it goes well, they're going to go on tour? Shut up. I know. I'll I don't know if that was a piss soul. take, but like still. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a killer day. I can't wait to see what those ads are. I think you guys should hit our DMs, um, your play-by-plays, what you're enjoying, who you're backing, what, what are the whispers you've heard. Even just tell us, because I don't know enough about Cincinnati. Tell us what the good players are. I'll do my research. I'll do some more research. But I just didn't pay attention to them. <laughs> no, like I didn't even really look into the Ram players. I should yeah. know more about the players. We were more I know about the, the history and yeah. the season and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, well, a new hero is going to emerge today in yes. this Super Bowl. Exciting. In LA. Yes. Chee who? Um, the city where dreams are made of. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just quickly... I need to say this so it's out in the open. I've actually found a team. Oh, a team, yeah. a full-time team. Yeah, so like I... Um, did some I, research. Yeah, did some research um, because I don't like being a bandwagoner. So um. I've never, like, you know, I was never just the Patriots. I was more like go Tom and Gronk, Yeah, you know. Um, so as of 2022... Mm. I am an LA Chargers fan. Oh, okay. Yep. So you're not even going to pick one that's going to nope. be the Super Bowl? No. Okay. I'm going for the Chargers. Their quarterback, Justin Herbert, is an up-and-coming superstar. And, um, yeah, I just need to say that. So if they, win, the if they win anytime soon in the next few years, you heard it here first. And to wrap up this episode of Chicks and Balls, it's a kind of, you know, one to watch. A little bit different to how we usually do things. Yeah. We're going to give some foreshadowing of what you can expect in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. That is a one to watch. Yeah, that's a one, one to watch. One to listen. One to listen. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to have heaps more content this year. We really want to hear from you guys about who you want us to speak to. Who you want on as guests or guest co-hosts, like we said. So this week obviously was a bit different with this particular deep dive. We actually, on our question box that we had a few weeks ago now, had a couple of people say they'd like some special interest deep dives like this about particular events. We were already in that zone, but... You guys, we were in sync, right? Mm. So the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some of these deep dives into the Winter Olympics as we touched on a little bit earlier. And then in the lead up to the kickoff of the NRLW season, we're going to do something there as well. And then we'll be back into more of that regular programming. Um, But we just want to try a few different things. You know, we want to elevate every year of Chicks and Balls. So we're into year two now, a bit more mature. Uh, Terrible twos. I'm hoping for... More hungover records. Yeah. I don't want to be hungover on a Tuesday when we record yeah, most of the time. I mind but, that. you know, we, we'll what do what is. we can. Other than that, wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe or follow. Give us a five-star rating if it's on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Chicks and Balls Pod, on TikTok at Chicks and Balls Pod, and on Twitter at Chicks and Balls. No pod. We're also going to have a YouTube channel up soon. I'll be able to tell you what that is. Um... But other than that, we can't wait to hear from you. We're so happy to be with you again. Yeah, don't leave me hanging. I need feedback always. Healy needs feedback. And I guess we'll catch you next time. Bye. See you, friends. Mm-hmm.